Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Head on down to Solus Meds this month for their smoking hot October deals. This premier Colorado dispensary is always hooking it up with incredible deals every single month at any of their four convenient Colorado locations. Check out Solus Meds in Fort Collins, Wheat Ridge, and two Solus Meds in Denver off Broadway, and one just blocks away on East Colfax from the DNVR bar located at Colfax in York. And if you head into any of their locations, you can actually get a free Solus bar. These are very delicious. You can get one of those or a King Cone when you mention the DNVR20 code. That's any location of Solus Meds. Just mention DNVR20. Give them that code. And you'll also receive 20% off. Get a free Solus bar or King Cone. You can also view their online menu ahead of time. Order online and pick up at your convenience. It's really great. Just head to solacemeds.com, S-O-L-A-C-E, meds.com, and purchase from there. Mention code DNVR20 to save 20. Now let's jump into the show. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by Strava Craft Coffee, now offering CBD-infused decaf coffee as well. Give them some love. Please, please, please do that by using code DNVR25 when you check out because first-time purchasers will get 25% off that first purchase. So check them out, Strava Craft Coffee, promo code DNVR25. I am your host, Patrick Lyons. For the DNVR Rockies podcast. And on this episode, we'll cover a wide range of topics, such as some of the experimental rules we're going to see this year in the Arizona Fall League, some 
former Rockies, some ex-Rocks, as I've written it shorthand in my notes, that are going to appear this postseason. You've probably seen some of them already. We know Nolan Arenado's already gone. He's off that list. And then I will finish up with some postseason previews, predictions, and who I think's going to make it to the World Series. But first, let's start off with the Arizona Fall League rosters themselves. Colorado names eight players, as all 30 teams do. Colorado's prospects, they will be playing in Scottsdale at Salt River Fields as part of the Salt River Rafters. Uh, And that will be a team comprised of prospects from both Arizona and the Rockies, as well as players from Detroit and the Mets. And the Rockies go ahead and have an interesting group of players. I was a little bit surprised. I'll tell you some of the names I thought we might have seen, but the the biggest names that jump out, of course, are Ryan Vallade and Jordan Sheffield, two guys that were already on the 40-man roster and that had already played with the Rockies this year. In the past, you typically didn't see things like that. Uh, in fact, it was almost against the rules to do that. You really are using the fall league to extend the season of the minor leaguers that simply didn't get enough minor leagues or players you needed to get maybe one more look at or make one more adjustment before you added them to the 40-man roster at the end of November ahead of the Rule 5 draft. But with everything going on with the pandemic and the shortened season last year for some players that made it to the majors, they still need more repetitions in a lot of ways. They need to, you know, be cautious, and, and a lot of them did. We, we saw the Rockies kind of having to shut some guys down on the big league roster. But for the minor leaguers, they had no season in 2020. They had some instructs, some instructional league. There was the taxi squad, but for the most part, it was almost a lost year. And I think that's true for guys like the Lade and Sheffield. So they are somewhat exceptions to that. Rockies weren't the only team that selected players from the 40-man. Orioles, Rangers did it, Giants. And there were even a couple teams that had two players. So not not the anomaly it might seem to be of, hey, Rockies, you're mismanaging the situation. No, by no means. I, I think these guys just need a little bit of extra work. And it really tells me that some of the players I was expecting to see and some of the players I had heard a little bit about from the organization, they really aren't quite as ready. Their, I should say their reputation really precedes them. They're, the organization already knows how they feel about these guys and nothing that's going to happen over the course of four or five weeks in the Arizona fall league is going to change that. So those are the two 40 man guys in Valade and Sheffield, two other big names, Michael Tolia, the first baseman and shortstop Ezekiel Tovar. Now Tovar is the third youngest player in the Arizona fall league at just 20 years old. And he is going to be one of the more exciting guys in the Arizona Fall League. Not a top 100 prospect, but he's a guy who is quickly moving up the rankings. I had him a little bit uh, aggressively in my rankings at the preseason, the beginning of this year, because of a lot of the buzz and and the upside, the potential. That's how these prospect lists are created, not just how great the player is now, but what the upside is. And for Tovar, his glove is already going to play in the big leagues. He's doesn't have any questions defensively about his skills and abilities. It will be about the bat, and that will be one of the things to keep an eye on. If you do happen to go down and check them out, totally another guy um, with 
I would say some questions about his bat, not necessarily if, if, if he's going to hit for power, because I think that's going to happen. I think he's going to be a 30, 35 home run player over at first base. And you saw the CJ Crone deal earlier this week for, for two years. And you say, okay, he's keeping it warm for Tolia, but it's about whether or not he can keep hitting from both sides of the plate. He's a switch hitter. If you went out to the all-star game, you actually got to see him hit a home run at Coors field. That's one of the more underrated moments of this season. If you are a Rockies fan or if you're a historian keeping an eye on this or you just like excitement, that was such a wonderful moment. Willie McIver was there. He was, All three of the guys in the Futures game are actually on the Arizona Fall League roster. So Willie McIver, the catcher, is there. He finished his season at AA, same as Michael Tolia. And then you have two pitchers in uh, right-handed pitchers, Jake Bird, a reliever, and Matt Dennis, a starter. Dennis was actually eligible for the Rule 5 draft this past year. Didn't, didn't get picked up. Didn't have the upside that a lot of teams typically look for in a guy like that or in a spot like that, I should say. And so he has a chance to maybe give himself a 40-man roster spot. Same thing with Jake Bird as part of the relieving core. And uh, the final name that, that might be the most interesting of them all, and that might not be because of any kind of pedigree or any kind of upside. And man, this guy is going to be a world beater. It's a little bit because of his background. We know about Lucas Gilbreth this past season. He did fantastic. The rookie left-hander was in A ball in 2019. The last time he had officially put on a uniform and played in a game and yet makes the jump all the way to the majors and is one of the best relievers on the team. Easily the best left-handed reliever on the Rockies in 2021. And he does it coming from, you know, Broomfield. He's, he's a local kid and you root for those kind of stories. It's one of the reasons why we love Kyle, Kyle Freeland as much as we do. And so Regan Todd, who's a left-handed reliever who finished his season in Albuquerque is just a wonderful story. He was born in Centennial and, uh, you know, he went to high school in the area in, in Denver as well. He actually went to college at Grand Mesa and, coincidentally ran into him before I really knew his story. He was a, you know, back of the draft guy, I think 34th round and bumped into him when players first started reporting to camp in 2019 and just talked to him briefly. And he thought and, and reflected on how lucky he was that year because he went from, you know, playing some, some quality ball at Grand Mesa to getting drafted by his childhood team to then, not having to worry about getting a lease for an apartment or a condo to go play pro ball because he was going to play his pro ball in Grand Junction, where Grand Mesa was, where he had a lease. So not many guys get drafted by their hometown team, and then they don't need to move. That it, it's pretty wild. So you, you got to root for a kid like that. Real good head on his shoulders. Tom Sutaris, a guy we had on a podcast uh, in, in the past year, uh, he got a promotion to Hartford, went from Lancaster up to Hartford as the hitting coach. He will also be with the Salt River Rafters this year. And if you do happen to go out to, to any of those games, there are three other top 100 prospects that you'll see there. Brett Beatty, a third baseman, first baseman for the Mets. Riley Green, 
who was the third overall pick in 2019, a high school kid who's climbed up the rankings really quickly. And Spencer Torkelson, a guy you should know a lot about from our draft coverage in 2020, the first overall pick out of Florida State. And so, you know, the, the, the kid is, excuse me, not Florida State, Arizona State University, similar colors, similar initials. But those guys are also going to be on the same field as your favorite Rockies prospects. So that's really exciting to see. And it's exciting to see some of the experimental rules that baseball has been working on in the minors this year. A lot of them are going to be compounded somewhat in the league this year. We're going to see the larger bases. We're going to see some rules about shifting and the time clock, time management. There's definitely been some benefit. There's the data is slowly getting out there about the benefits of these new rules in the minor leagues and how it's allowed the game to be reduced in time drastically. And if you can get it right in the minor leagues, once these guys come up to the majors, it just becomes old hat. You know, before the performance enhancing drug testing and the rules and protocol that were at the major league level before that was there to, to prevent guys from being on the juice and getting that unfair advantage before that was in the big leagues that had to come through the minors first and they had to work out those kinks. And so when those minor leaguers came up to the majors, they were, they were used to doing it clean. They were, they were used to doing it the old fashioned way, if you will. And so you can do that with these pitch clocks. You can do that with, you know, the time of game, getting that down, just getting it a much better product, a lot more, can't maybe you can't guarantee more action, right? You can't guarantee how much guys are going to be striking out. I think we might start to see a shift at some point. I mean, shoot, it could still be another five years, but eventually we're going to see a shift where it won't all be about putting the ball in the air and it will be a little bit more about simply making contact. I was a little surprised to see that a few players' names were left off of the Arizona Fall League roster. And again, that could just because the organization has their mind made up and maybe they simply want to give these players a rest. And basically these eight names I'm going to mention to you were names when I went and looked and, and saw, hey, they're going to be eligible for the Rule 5 draft either because they came out of college. And so you have four years if you came out of college to be protected. If you come out of high school, you get five. If you're an international signing, you're five years uh, before you have to be protected or someone can snatch you, another organization can pull you from off that roster. And so these were some of the names that I know to have been pretty good in the past for varying stretches. Uh, maybe they have the pedigree of being a higher-end draft pick, but that was Coco Montez, Jamison Hanna, who really delighted in spring training, left-handed reliever Nick Bush, Eddie Diaz, who was fantastic in Grand Junction a few years ago, the speed merchant, Nico Decalati, who was a guy I had ranked somewhat high for my preseason rankings. I thought he could jump up a bit. Mitchell Kilkenny, who had a rough start, had Tommy John surgery soon after being taken out of Texas A&M. Shelby Lackey, and a 20-year-old that, truth be told, I don't know a ton about. I will, I will fully confess that. Um, but the rumblings that I have heard about him and the investment that I know the organization has made in the past has been interesting. And, you know, Fadriel Cruz is a guy who doesn't have a lot of professional experience. And so it's pretty safe to say that he's not going to get selected in the Rule 5 draft. And so I think I understand why the Rockies did not 
want to get another look at him and why they won't probably protect him because he's a safe bet to, to be protected simply because of the fact that his, his ceiling is nowhere near, he's going to get overexposed. And some, you know, some guys can, can do that at 20 years old. Shoot. We saw a guy with, with Toronto in 2019, uh, who's 19 year old reliever that they, they buried in the back of the bullpen and he was able to, to hang around long enough. But uh, a twenty-year-old who's barely even played ball in America—that is—that's a real culture shock. And so, those are some of the names uh, I may have been surprised to not see to a degree. But I am—I am really excited about who's going to be down there in Arizona. The instructional leagues are going on at the same time as well. There, I'm working on my calendar to figure out if I am going to go down to the Arizona Fall League. So, reach out to me, Patrick at the DNVR.com or on Twitter at Patrick D. Lyons if you have any interest in, in going down there. If you know you're going to be down there, let me know. What's it typically like like in the past when you've gone? I do know that there are some protocols in place uh, by which fans will not be able to really interact with players and get autographs. doesn't mean players might not throw it into the stands, but nevertheless, uh, reach out. I'd, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, especially with the exciting roster that the Rockies have for this year's Arizona fall league and also exciting coming up. If you're talking about taking a little trip, take a little trip down to mile high or take a trip down to the DNVR bar on the corner of, of Colfax and York, uh, especially for our members, because we got some uh, cool events coming up. We got a watch party at the bar for uh, the big fight on Saturday night. And for the next Broncos home game on October 17th, there's a nice package for $30 you actually get a, a round trip bus ticket. So you can park right off of Colfax. You can you can park at the bar, right? And it's gonna we have a little bus that's gonna take you down to the stadium so you don't have to worry about parking. It's gonna drive you right back. It's gonna be great. You don't have to worry about driving drunk. You don't have to worry about even chancing it. You don't have to worry about parking. You don't have to worry about Ubers. It's a really cool event, this tailgate on October 17th. Um, that $30 also gets you all you can eat pizza and beer. We got sexy pizza. One of our new partners, Breckenridge brewery, uh, one of our longtime partners, and it's going to be a, a, a fantastic event. And you know what, even if you don't want the shuttle, even if you do know that you're going to be parking at the stadium, because maybe that's more convenient for you, uh, for $20, it's all you can eat sexy pizza and Breckenridge beer for the October 17th game against the Raiders. Yes. Uh, so yeah, round trip ticket, entrance to the tailgate, Breckenridge beer, uh, sexy pizza. That's going to be, uh, on 18th and federal next to the stadium. So definitely make sure you check that out. And anytime you go into the DNBR bar, you know, members, you get that supersized beer, uh, the larger size. It's really fantastic. And so make sure you enjoy that and enjoy your Solus meds. I know you've already been doing that. You heard me talk about it once before, but head on down to Solus meds for their smoking hot October deals because they're always hooking it up. You know, even if you don't mention code DNVR20, you can get 25% off certain gummies, their bars, their solar sticks, 25% off Maha extractions, a lot of different options for you there. But when you go into any of their locations, Fort Collins, Wheat Ridge, two in Denver, there's one off Broadway, one just blocks away from East, on East Colfax, really near the bar. If you go in there in person, you actually you're going to get either a Solus bar or a King Cone for free when you mention DNVR20. 
right? Mention that code. They're friends, we're friends, we're all family in that capacity. So they're definitely going to make sure you hook it up. You can also just check out their menu online, solacemeds.com, S-O-L-A-C-E, meds.com. So you know what you're getting ahead of time. You can buy it and then just stop down at the store at your convenience. Mention code DNVR to save 20%. And I've got no problem with any of that. But what I do have a problem going on is, is cutting myself while shaving. Yeah. Um, I should say I used to have that problem. I don't anymore because now I've got Manscaped. You've heard us talk about it for years. You know, it's been trusted by over 2 million worldwide. And you should know that using code DNVR20 is going to get you 20% off all your Manscaped orders, plus free shipping at manscaped.com. Look, they've got a performance package that comes equipped with the lawnmower 4.0, uh, the, the hair trimmer, the liquid formulations, and the free gifts including the most comfortable pair of undies you will ever own. So spend the spooky season using the best tools for the job at Manscaped using code DNVR for free shipping and, more importantly, 20% off. Well, X-Rocks, as I'm tending to call them, are all over the postseason. There's none in the White Sox-Astros game, believe it or not. There's there's none in there. There's no one that I could have really made a, a true connection, at least on the roster, as far as that's concerned. But when looking at some of the ex-Rockies in the other series, there's some interesting matchups. Boston and Tampa Bay, they wound down on Thursday night with Tampa Bay uh, winning. I believe the final score was 6-0. Randy Rosarena with a stolen base and a home run, rather stolen base of home plate. But that did not come off of Adam Adovino, who is on Boston's postseason roster. Of course, you remember him last couple years with the Yankees, but he's over on Boston. Colin McHugh, a guy who did not spend a very long time with the Rockies, didn't really find his place until he got better footing with Houston. He is on Tampa's 26-man postseason roster. And another guy who is, is going to get a ring, I think that there's a spoiler for who I think is going to win the World Series, but he could win a World Series ring this year. You know him. You love him. That's DJ Johnson. Now, DJ opened the season with Cleveland. He played with Team USA in the Olympics, at least in some of the qualifiers, was traded to Tampa Bay at the deadline in a, a very shrewd deal by the Rays, uh, and unfortunately didn't last very long before he ended up spraining his shoulder in August. But if you suit up for a team, even for one inning, even for one one out, even for one outing, if you go into a game, even if you're on the 40-man roster, you were, you're going to get yourself a ring because you've contributed to that in some capacity, even if it was just being there to help challenge at spring training. So DJ Johnson, hey, if, if you're looking for a reason to root for the Rays and DJ was your guy a couple years ago, that's such a wonderful, wonderful story. San Francisco and St. Louis. We know about Arenado. Do you also know about Justin Miller? You remember that name? Reliever with the Rockies in 2015 and 16. He did strain his elbow late in September, so he's likely going to be out for a little while there. St. Louis, uh, of course, did get bounced by the Dodgers there. The, the two Dodgers I did want to mention, and, and, and I threw myself for a loop there. There, there aren't any ex-Rockies on the Dodgers roster as of right now, but there are a couple that are stashed away in the minor leagues. 
and they're kind of hidden behind uh, some other depth pieces. So I don't think we're going to see them in some kind of crazy scenario. We have seen crazy scenarios in the past with the, you know, the last couple of years, Brendan McKay for one was an example. I believe it was last off season where, you know, he, he was making his major league debut in the postseason. Actually, Ryan Weathers of the Padres did that where he, his major league debut was in the postseason. Adalberto Mondesi, shortstop for the Royals. Same situation with him a few years ago because of some injuries. They need him to play shortstop. Tony Walters and James Pazos, they were Dodgers. AAA this year. So uh, a little crazy to think about. So that's what you got on the Dodgers side of things. On the Giants side of things, you know, Jake McGee was the closer for the Giants throughout uh, the majority of the season. Tyler Chatwood. You know, he was designated for assignment only to later be placed on the 10-day IL. That was a bit mysterious. So uh, I don't think we're going to see him, but he's a guy that could end up winning a ring should the Giants go all the way. And, of course, Giants manager Gabe Kapler is a former alum of the Colorado Rockies. Finally, Atlanta and Milwaukee, they have the most former Rockies, ex-Rocks. We know the coaches, Eric Young Sr. and Walt Weiss are there for Atlanta. You also have Chris Martin. Now the rosters haven't been announced for the NLDS games, but Chris Martin was uh, a crucial part of Atlanta's bullpen there. So you know he's going to be there. Same thing with Tyler Matzik, the lefty. It was wonderful to see his resurgence last, last year. He's their eighth inning guy. And on the Milwaukee side of things, Brett Anderson's probably the only one that's going to have a chance at making the roster in any capacity, and I can actually see him getting left off. Although he did, you know, a pretty adequate job for the Brewers. Was was there no five starter? And that was because they had they actually had about five better starters uh, for various points along the season. You know, the big three. You also got to throw in Eric Lauer, who was was really good, and Adrian Hauser. Adrian Hauser was really nice. So Brett Anderson, almost the sixth starter, so I could see him getting left off. But manager Craig Council, former Rockies player, and and two guys that you you might they flew under the radar. They definitely flew under the radar. People are always so surprised, but they get a they big smile on their face when I talk about this. One of them is David Dahl. Now, much was made about you know, his uh, designation for assignment last offseason, I think rightfully so. But, hey, i got to take myself to task maybe to a degree and say, well, the Rockies, I think the Rockies knew that they, what they had. They knew what they had, and, and it wasn't great in David Dahl, right? It, it's still true that maybe they should have done something sooner about it, right, and, and not lost all the value that you would have had on David Dahl. But, Dahl, you know, did nothing with the Rangers, uh, you know, was was designated for assignment once again, was waived. Uh, Milwaukee picked him up, and he played really well in Nashville down there in AAA. So he's a guy where if, if something goes wrong with, with Brewers Outfield, maybe you see David Dahl this postseason, as crazy as that seems. You're not going to see this next gentleman, but he he came back. At the age of 38, he came back the – former closer for the Colorado Rockies in the year of 2015. So it's it's before the Jake McGee era. That's John Axford. Yes. Now, Axford, uh, he took some time off uh, 
1819, right? Played a little bit in the beginning of 2018, the end of 2019. He signed with Toronto after appearing with Team Canada in the Olympics. His contract was purchased by Milwaukee uh, on, on August 2nd, and he played that day. And he faced five batters, but he was only able to get one out. He was charged with two runs. And a couple days later, he was shut down with elbow discomfort. So that's unfortunately disappointing. But the dude got back. And if if the Brewers win the World Series or even go to the World Series, he's going to get himself a ring. So you, you kind of love to hear cool stories like that. I know I do. And so David Dahl, John Axford, Tyler Chatwood, DJ Johnson – you know, those guys are, are kicking around just a little bit, and it, it kind of gives you something to root for that's going on behind the scenes. Or, again, I, I love to for you guys to, to win win these bets that you can make with, with friends and, and, and win a couple dollars. You're definitely going to do that if, if you say, hey, do you know who David Dahl is with right now? And they've got like a 1 in 29 shot to get it right. And maybe it's 1 in 30 because they probably still might say Colorado. So uh, I hope you enjoyed that as, as, as much as I did. I, I love digging deep into those kind of things. So make sure you're giving me that feedback. And we love talking about the ball, aerospace, and technology because they love trying to save the world. You know, they've been practicing diversity and inclusion for years while other major corporations and companies, they just talk about it as a workplace idealism. You know, that's because their culture of belonging has actually been noticed by the human rights campaign. They've got a 100% score on the corporate equality index, you know, and that's because they don't care about your background, whatever it may be. Even if you're not native to Colorado, that will not prevent you from being successful with ball. You're free to, to be your authentic self. And, you know, right now they're looking for people who have some technical and mechanical skills to help them manufacture aluminum cans and bottles, which they've been doing for a long time. You know, they're an iconic brand. They're doing big things at ball, and you can actually be a part of that thing, a part of that thing that is much bigger than yourself. So text GOLDEN to 77222, and you'll get linked to open positions. You can also go directly to jobs.ball.com and search for GOLDEN. That's jobs.ball.com and search for GOLDEN, or simply text GOLDEN to 777. Too many sevens, Patrick. Take two. Seven seven two two two. That's golden to seven seven two two two. Be unstoppable at ball. And if you're gearing up to attend a game at Ball Arena later this month with the Nuggets and then the Avs, you're probably going to need to know about DraftKings and their specials this week. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL, and they've got a Week Five offer. You guys need to jump on because with a one dollar bet, you can win. $100 in free bets if any team this weekend in the NFL scores a point. No catch. A point. This hasn't not happened since 1943. Yeah, it's it's a no-brainer, all right? <laughs> DraftKings customers can get skin in the game with new same-game parlays as well. So you can combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs that you add on to it, even if they're locks, even if you know it's going to happen and it doesn't seem like it's going to pay out, if you're talking about three, four, five different things happening in that same game, it translates to more money for you to win. DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So download DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR. Bet just $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. 
promo code DNVR this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. You should also call Green Mountain Dental Group so you can get those chompers squared away. Now, the folks at Green Mountain Dental Group deserve to take credit for a lot of those beautiful smiling faces we have here in the Denver metro area, particularly because our DNVR listeners have started to switch over for Green Mountain Dental Group. A lot of them did it when they first jumped on board. And each time that you do that, you talk about how great the service is, how comfortable you are when you're down there. And they've made Green Mountain Dental their permanent family dentist. They're the best damn family-owned dentistry in the metro area. And they're extreme Colorado sports fans, just like all of us. It's exactly what you want. They took great care of Allie. They took great care of Lindsay, our sales director, who a lot of you know. Both of them had wisdom teeth removed. That is not a fun experience. That is not. Despite all the medication and anesthesia you might be on, it's not that much fun. But I'll tell you what, when that medication did wear off, both of them said it was some of the best dentist experiences they've had in their life. And even if you're just going in for a cleaning x-ray or exam, you're going to receive a free Sonicare to- toothbrush from them which is pretty darn great. That's actually what I use. I need to get more cleanings from them, but on a day-to-day basis, right? When you're not getting those cleanings from Green Mountain Dental Group, you want to use a Sonicare toothbrush. And when you schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam, you're going to receive that free Sonicare toothbrush with Green Mountain Dental. They're only 15 minutes from downtown Denver, but a million miles better than the rest. Lastly, I got to put myself on the spot here because I, you got to know what my predictions are. You got to know, it, does Patrick know what he's talking about? He, he sounds like he might, but mm, he's, he's been wrong a couple times here and there. And yeah, I am. I'm wrong. I'll own it. I'll absolutely own it. And so here you go. Write it down. Remember it. I'll talk about it. I'll own it if I'm totally off. And you know what? It's the postseason. And guess what? Shoot, even if I am off, even if I am wrong, it's going to be exciting to see who does make it to the World Series. So, you know, for me, I do have Houston over the White Sox. I did have that before their their game one victory. I just think they've, and the whole organization from top to bottom is just pointed in the right direction. Say what you will about the sign-stealing scandal. There's, there's about three guys left over from that. There is a winning culture there. Say what you will about it, having tied into a, a, a period in which they were they were cheaters. Fine, let's. I think we can start to get past that. But I think they're the better club. The White Sox are way more exciting. Pitching changes are not more exciting. I do not like to see Tony Larusa trotting out to the mound. Hey, honestly, it's not much better with Dusty Baker, two older guys, right? But I do think Houston has what it takes to overcome the White Sox. I think Tampa has what it takes to overcome Boston. I had both of those before Houston and Tampa's respective game one victories in the ALDS. They had home field advantage. That's a huge piece to it as well. I do have Milwaukee over Atlanta. A nice matchup of uh, these two teams that have kind of come through the same place. Atlanta comes from Milwaukee, right? That's where they were before they moved back down to Atlanta. And the Milwaukee Brewers came about in 1970 after the Seattle Pilots kind of Went away, 
Seattle lasted one year as the Seattle Pilots, and they moved over to Milwaukee. And now Milwaukee and Atlanta both have their own organization, but only one of them can win. I think it's Milwaukee. I just love Burns, Woodruff, and Freddie Peralta. I love these former Colorado Springs Sky Sox products. You know, I think they've had a couple of hiccups here in the final month, but overall, I just think this team is is really poised to break out the play of Willie Adamas since they acquired him from Tampa. One of those rare trades in which both teams end up betting, benefiting from it. Uh, Atlanta's had so many hardships this year that they've had to go through, particularly with you know having to trade for an entire outfield. And it would be nice for Freddie Freeman to maybe go out on somewhat of a high note, but I think he'll be back. So I'm going to take Milwaukee over Atlanta, and I'm going to take the Dodgers over the Giants. I know everyone's counted them out. And I'm counting them out now. I'm counting out the Giants. And there's not a, a lot of evidence to say yes, but here's why the Dodgers are unequivocally going to beat the Giants. I don't, I don't have that evidence because the Giants won 10 of the 19 head-to-head. Both clubs had one walk-off, but the Dodgers had one more home game, and yet the Giants won one more game. Run differential does favor the Dodgers. They're plus four, but... I mean, this is just an evenly matched game. I just don't know how the Giants starting pitching is going to hold up. I don't know how Logan Webb is going to deal in the big spot under the bright lights. And we we know the Dodgers have had issues in the past with, with Clayton Kershaw, right? And, you know, Max Scherzer, he was good, right, on Wednesday. His previous two starts, not so great down the stretch when the Dodgers still needed to win every game to possibly win the NL West. So if if vets like that are having issues, you just don't know with the young guys. And so I got to go with the more veteran presence of the Dodgers. So Tampa and Houston in the ALCS, I'm going to take Tampa to go back to the World Series. And I'm also going to take the Dodgers over Milwaukee. I don't know if Devin Williams, the setup man to Josh Hader in the Brewers' bullpen, Broke his fist celebrating. It's a strange way to celebrate. He was actually a bit angry after uh, having a bit of the bubbly. He's not a happy drunk like Max or Scherzer. Uh, he doesn't just take his shirt off and, and high-five former teammates and things of that nature. No, he, he punched a wall, and the only chance he really has of coming back is if the Brewers do make it to the World Series. So I'm going to take Dodgers, and, and, and I'm calling for a rematch. It's going to be Tampa versus L.A., which – isn't going to be terribly interesting. I think they're the two best teams in baseball. And so for that reason, it's interesting to me. So it, it, it would be unusual to say the least. It would be historic because we haven't seen a rematch in the World Series in over 40 years. 77 and 78, Dodgers and Yankees. Yankees won both. Reggie Jackson with three home runs in the 77 World Series. Three home runs, all three pitches from three different pitchers earning him the nickname Mr. October in the process. That's the kind of history I'm talking about with Tampa and L.A. Should that happen? You know, before that, you know, I love my history. You know, I love it. Milwaukee against Yankees in 57 and 58. They split that with Milwaukee winning it in 57. It was Hank Aaron's only ring, his only World Series. He won it at age 23. Goes back again in 58 at age 24, but he wouldn't return to the postseason again for a while losing to the Mets in 1969. So 
I like that. I like that angle of, of Aaron. He does have a World Series ring. A lot of people forget that because he came so early in his career. A few years before that, again, the Yankees. I get sick of hearing it too. I do. I do. Yankees and Brooklyn. Brooklyn wins in 55, the first for the franchise. Jackie Robinson, Campanella, Duke Snyder, all those guys feature. You had Brooklyn winning in 55, Yankees winning in 56, and after the 57 season, Brooklyn moves to Los Angeles. 56 World Series, of course, is remembered most for Don Larson's perfect game in Game 5. In 52 and 53, those same two teams, Yankees, Dodgers, Yankees win them both, Mantle's rookie season in 52. Cardinals and Yankees in 1942 and 43. Cardinals won it in 42. Yankees the following year. Yankees and New York Giants in 1936 and 1937. Yankees won them both. It's one of the reasons why, again, depending on what market you're listening to your sports talk radio, you'll, you'll still hear the New York football Giants because there was a New York baseball Giants. And they played the Yankees in the 36 and 37 series. The Philadelphia Athletics and the St. Louis Cardinals did battle in consecutive years in 1930 and 1931. They ended up splitting that. And the first and only time we've had three straight years, we've had a three-peat in the World Series. Giants, Yankees, Giants won two of the three from 1921 to 1923. But the first ever rematch in the World Series was 1907-1908. It was the Chicago Cubs, Detroit Tigers. Cubs actually won them both. In fact, 1908 was the last time they had won the World Series before they had done so in 2016. It had been that long. Cubs won both of those World Series, and they were led, of course, by Mordecai Three Finger Brown and the infield of baseball's sad lexicon, Tinker to Evers to Chance. So calling for Tampa Tampa Bay and, and Dodgers to do something that hasn't happened in over 40 years and has rarely happened. But I it's it's just as equally as random to say Brewers White Sox, which I've seen a lot of people do, and I'm excited. That would be that would be great if you're covering that as a reporter. Because you you could just drive back and forth to each of those games and and not even have to get on a, a flight. They're an hour apart. That really would be pretty interesting to see that. So those are my picks. Hold me to it. Let me know what you think. Reach out to us at DNVR underscore Rockies. I'm at Patrick D. Lyons on Twitter. Appreciate you listening to this one. For DNVR Sports and the DNVR Bar, I'm Patrick Lyons. And thank you for downloading the DNVR Rockies podcast.